Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Fans for Sports Network, welcome to another episode of The Big Picture. It is Wesley Coleman and Brian Anthony Davis. I'm Brian, he's Wesley, and we are looking at The Big Picture like we do every week. We started doing this in week one and looking at those seven teams in each conference that are going to make the playoffs. And the picture, while still fuzzy, is getting a whole lot more clear, especially the number one seeds on each side are starting to take really good shape but that's what we do here wesley coleman is from the dome patrol podcast here on fans first sports network wesley how are you my friend um i'm doing good somehow the saints are still in the mix here for possibly being in a playoff spot which is just ridiculous for how bad they are but i think there's probably a few fan bases that are like wait what we're still in the running there's a whole lot of in the running right now going on Yes, in my version of the black and gold, we are still in the running as Pittsburgh Steelers fans, <laughs> but living on a prayer, let's put it that way, with apologies to Bon Jovi. And so, yeah, it's not looking that good, but as we get into it, we're going to uh, go ahead and look at who we think in each con- uh, conference, and we're going to go ahead and get started right now. Let's go with the most complicated one. It is the nfc south and the reason it's complicated is because uh it looks like the uh the shortest uh guy on the basketball team here is gonna gonna make it i mean some somebody's gotta win this division i've said that the like since i think week six maybe seven that somebody's gotta win this division and um uh, I think this this week um, there'll be a few answers. Um, the Saints and Rams play on Thursday night, um, which right now the winner of that game, um, like if the Saints win, then they're basically winning the division. If this, the Rams win, then they're basically the, guaranteeing the seventh seed, um, at least for another week. Right now the Rams are the seventh seed and the Saints are the, the eighth. Um there's a bunch of weird things going on with this one, but uh, and then you've got the the Buccaneers playing the Jaguars, which uh, I'm, I'm sure you'll talk about. That we don't know who they are, but this this starts to se- separate. I could see both of them losing. I could see the Buccaneers losing the Jags and the Saints losing to the Rams, and then we have two seven and eight teams vying for winning a division. <laughs> so um, Falcons uh, losing to the lowly Panthers this week kind of fell like they were in the division for this for because. So if the Falcons beat the Panthers, then we have three teams that are seven and seven. Um, it really looks like it's going to come down to the Buccaneers and Saints who do play each other um, this this season um, uh, or at New, on uh, uh, New Year's Eve. That is such a fascinating <laughs> division right now. It makes me laugh. The Falcons having the Colts this week, and we are going to go talk about the Colts in just a minute or so when we talk about the AFC South, but I'm with you here. I think it's going to go down to the Buccaneers 
and your New Orleans Saints, and we'll see what happens there. It's anybody's game week to week. I don't really know what my gut is saying. What is your gut saying? I mean, just to complicate it, I'm going to hope that the Falcons beat the... You know, I can't ever think that the Falcons are going to win. I can't ever hope the Falcons are going to win. But if the Falcons do beat the Colts, we could have three, seven, and eight teams (laughs) tied for first place. And, (laughs) um, you know... Um, my feeling now is um, I think that the Buccaneers um, are the, the the team right now. If Baker Mayfield is going to play the way that he has played most of this year, um, I think they're set to win it. Um, uh, I just the, the Saints this two game winning streak where they have really lopsided scores against the Panthers and the Giants. I'm not buying it. Um, I've watched too many of the other games this year to be um, sold on this two game winning streak. Um, and I, I kind of think that right now it's set for the Buccaneers to come out as the the team to, out of this division. And then, again, whoever wins the division is just getting embarrassed at home by either the Cowboys or Eagles. That, my friend, is true. Should we transition? Yeah, so we've got the AFC South, which um, I know uh, um, <laughs> we want to just, just go ahead and stay complicated. You've got a three-way tie with three eight and six teams. Um, in the AFC South, I think that it just looked like everybody predicted the Jaguars just going to walk away with this. I know earlier in the year you were kind of high on the Jaguars, and I just I went out and said, I'm not a Trevor Lawrence, you know, uh, guy. But uh, this isn't the way I thought this division was going to go either way. <laughs> this is just the, the weirdest thing, especially with the injuries um, that the Colts and uh, te- I mean even the Texans having a rookie quarterback. This isn't the way this this that's the, they all have a winning record. Yeah, and the eight and six, they're two games above. So that's just a really odd thing to me. The Jaguars are interesting because they just lost three straight and they look very mortal right now. And a couple of those games were against AFC North opponents, which just uh, you know broke my heart. <laughs> so I'm I'm really uh, I'm really having trouble with the Jaguars right now. This game right here, December twenty fourth, the Jags and Bucks. That's interesting to me because like you just, you foreshadowed this one. Those are two Florida teams that you just don't know who they are right now. I don't know if there's a home field advantage for the Buccaneers. I I don't even think that matters right now. I just think we're going to see one of those teams really take a good leap forward with a win. A loss is going to really set them back. The Jaguars after this game, this might be their toughest game though. Because then they have the Carolina Panthers on New Year's Eve, and then they have the Tennessee Titans. So we're going to see what happens with the Jags. Do they are they going to have an opportunity to control their own destiny? Possibly. If we look at the Colts at eight and six, they've got the Falcons, like you said, and that's a weird team. I I know Desmond Ritter is not the quarterback. Who is the is it Heineke that's going to be the quarterback? I don't even know. Um, no, they they put Ritter back in. Oh, I thought they, I thought they set him down yesterday. They, oh, maybe they set him down again. I uh, the, the loss of the Panthers, it wouldn't surprise me anything. But their their plan is for um, Ritter to ride it out. Um, they're trying to see if they can get any kind of. Uh, and no, he played the entire game against the Panthers. If, I'm just just looking right now. If I'm mistaken, I I really think that they uh, made that news. Oh yeah, they went. They did. Yesterday. You are correct. They did go back to Heineke. So this is last year they did this with Mariota and Ritter, and now they're doing it again. And I I think this looks insane um, to, to just keep benching your quarterbacks. 
The Colts have a tough road, Wesley, ahead of them. Um, after the Falcons, they have the Raiders, and I'm kind of uh, a lot of people have got to realize that there's some kind of firepower there if they're going to put up 63 points uh, against, even though it is the lowly Chargers right now. But that's going to be an interesting game on New Year's Eve, and then the Colts and Texans. That could be for the whole division. That could be a game that actually gets flexed to Sunday night football. And then you have the Texans. Uh, the big thing is when is Stroud coming back? But they're still they're still holding form, holding firm there. Right now, the Cleveland Browns are a very tough task. Then the Titans, and then once again the Colts. Right now, I'm going to say that the winner of this division. I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm going to say it's the Indianapolis Colts right now. But the injuries are weird. It depends about when. Michael Pittman's going to come back, but I think there's some wild card teams in this mix as well. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. Yep, it's a it's a crazy, crazy weird division, and like you said, there's a whole lot of teams that are going to be buying buying in that around 800 or around 500 um, record. Well, let's talk about the NF. Excuse me, the NFC North right now, and I think this division's probably a little bit safer to call right now, and. Go ahead. We've got the Lions and a lot of uh, also Rams. Yeah, the the I mean the, the Lions are going to win this division. There's nobody else in this division that's going to win ten games. Um, the the Vikings would have to win out to get there, and I just don't see that. Um, the Lions, uh, their last three games are against the Vikings, the Cowboys, and the Vikings. <laughs> um, so it's uh, the, the the Lions just have to win one of those games, and it's impossible to be caught. Um, they're not going to fix. They're not fixing to go on a. Uh, three-game losing streak after putting – they just put 42 on the Broncos, and the Broncos' defense has been kind of impressive um, with, with you know, eliminating games like that. So um, they're they're going to beat the Vikings at least one of those times. Um, and uh, the Lions uh, are very much in play to be the number two seed in the NFC. A couple weeks ago, I, I predicted there. I thought that they could actually be the number one seed. Um, they screwed that up by losing to the Bears um, in an embarrassing fashion, um, making that kind of impossible as the 49ers have gotten hot. Um, but the Lions are looking like they could really be the number two seed here. And it might come down between that game on New Year's Eve between the Lions at the Dallas Cowboys, which is going think, to be interesting. Yeah, New Year's Eve Eve. New Year's Eve Eve. I think it's, it's, okay. it's on the 30th. <laughs> oh, for some reason, I thought that was the 31st. Well, but shows what I know yeah. about the NFC. I guess we'll, <laughs> we'll transition over to the that's, AFC. That's that's an easy one. We can uh, get out of the NFC North. We don't have to spend a lot of time there. Now, AFC North, I know you mentioned the Steelers earlier. Now, I have hear a lot of people telling me um, that the two teams that look good and have been consistent is the 49ers and the Ravens. And then outside of that, they're just anybody can win or lose to anybody. Um, I, I'm kind of believing that. But this AFC North has been weird. The Browns at one time were the most smothering defense in football. Um, the Bengals were out of it with Joe Burrow healthy. And now, <laughs> now they've got their two games above 500. Um, and then I, I just don't know, you kind of, the Steelers were a team that you thought was going to, you know, they struggled offensively, but you're like, they're going to gain momentum and get and figure at least a few things out um, and get rid of Matt Canada. And have the Steelers gotten worse since making a change? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's it's that's kind of weird. That's that seems impossible, right? Yeah, I, this is a this is a crazy division. <laughs> let Let's just address the Steelers really quick. I I have them at fourth in the division now, and yeah. I know uh, if you want to take my black and gold card away, Steeler fans, go ahead. Um, we haven't seen anything in those last three games. It it's been horrendous. And this team is broken right now. And I've never seen a Mike Tomlin team this broken. I haven't seen a Steeler team this broken since the 80s. So I'm just going to say that they're done. I don't expect them to win another game here. And that saddens me to say. uh, The way they lost three straight in embarrassing fashion, uh, they're done. So right now, if there's some Steeler fans that are looking for the draft pick, I'm not looking for a draft pick. I'm just looking for you know, win one to uh, make me feel a little bit better um, that knowing that you can have muster the heart to get out of this, but they're not in the equation right now. The weird team here is the Baltimore Ravens because they look like Wesley, they can beat almost anybody and they're going to have to show that down the stretch because you have San Francisco on Christmas day then you have the Miami Dolphins, albeit at home. And then at home, you have the Steelers. Uh, you know, that Steelers game should be a win for them. But if they go ahead and win just one of these games in the next two, and I think they they have they have the clams to win, win both. So I, I'm just going to say that they're winning that division and probably – going to go ahead and win the conference as far as being the number one seed. But the Browns are coming in heavy and fast. The Browns have the Texans this week. Then they've got the Jets and the Bengals. And those are interesting games there too. I think the Browns or the Bengals, one of the Ohio teams are going to the playoffs. There's going to be two from this division. I don't know. There's a possibility that there's going to be three. We'll see. But the Bengals still have to face the Steelers, Chiefs, and Browns, and I don't. I think their odds are the worst there. So I'll let you know at the end of the show. But definitely Baltimore. They're winning the division, and one of the Ohio teams we're going to throw in, maybe two if I if I feel confused by the other ones. There's a real path to January seventh being the weirdest like play-in game of the Browns versus the Bengals where neither one of them have their superstar well-paid quarterback in the game and where they haven't had them for half a season, but they still somehow um, uh, are, are on January 7th basically playing a play in, a playoff game um, for, for who's going to make it. It's uh, really could, could be a, a big last weekend there. Absolutely. So I say we go ahead and take a break. And we will be back for the other two divisions in the National Football League as we look at the big picture. He's Wesley. I'm Brian. We'll be back after this on Fans First Sports Network.
Welcome back to the big picture. It's FFSN. That is the Fans First Sports Network. No matter what your favorite sport is, no matter what your favorite team is, you can check it out on Fans First Sports Network. Remember, we put the fans first. It's for the fans, by the fans. And Wesley Coleman and Brian Davis, that's us. We are fans as well. And we are from our fans' perspective, and we're blessed to have this platform with you. So thank you for hanging out with us. We can't do these shows without you. So make sure you check out Wesley on the Dome Patrol podcast that represents the New Orleans Saints for FFSN. And I am on the Steel Curtain Network, one of the founders there. And it's uh, we are one of your Pittsburgh Steelers affiliates for FFSN as well so let's move on we have two down two to go and we're going to go we're going to get complicated right off the bat let's go east my man and we're going to go to the nfc east and this has taken a turn for the second week in a row i've gone to bed thinking one of these afc east teams have absolutely won the game and i don't want to see the rest and i woke up the next day and i said oh I should have stayed up. Let's talk about the Eagles and the Cowboys, because I don't think anybody cares right now what we have to say or anybody has to say about the Giants and the Commanders. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the Cowboys-Eagles, this has been back and forth all year. Um, technically, right now, the Cowboys are in first place. Um, I had been predicting this year that they were going to end up being winning the division um, because I thought they were just watching them play better than the Eagles. I, I'm changing that. I'll tell you right now. Um, the Cowboys are not going to win this division and it's the Eagles on a three game losing streak. They're not good, but they are going to end the season playing the giants, the Cardinals and the giants. And as bad as the Eagles have been, those teams are terrible. Um, it's be, it would, the Eagles have to try to lose to those teams and the Cowboys screwed up too much. Um, they went up and laid an egg in Buffalo. Um, didn't even get into the game, got completely blown out. And now they get to finish the season against the Dolphins, the Lions, and then the Commanders. Um, and those Dolphins and Lions are, are fighting um, for, for their playoff lives right now. So um, I just think that it's going to be really difficult for the Cowboys to go 3-0. and And it's going to be as bad as the Eagles or as, as much as the Eagles have not been great. It's going to be hard for the Eagles to not go 3-0. and um, and at 13 wins, they're going to be one of the worst 13 win teams I've ever seen. Um, and they're going to, uh, you know, prance into uh, the, the, the playoffs there. I think that is expert analysis. I cannot, uh, I cannot disagree with you whatsoever. I like the odds of the Eagles here just because the Cowboys road is a whole lot tougher <laughs> and, you know, the Giants twice, no problem. It was a good fight, but they, uh, I mean, the, the Eagles ended up just winning too many of those close games where they weren't the best team on the field, but uh, but squeaking them out at the end, and the, and the Cowboys didn't. Uh, um, now, heading over to the AFC, to AFC East, I just mentioned um, in passing the, the Dolphins and the Bills. Um, are, are the Bills going to end up being, I, I mentioned earlier that the Cowboys or Eagles are going to go on the road and beat up an NFC South team. Are the Bills going to be the scariest team to go on the road in a while like are they fixing to get hot i mean they've had a tough schedule they they haven't put it together but are they going to finish these last three games and go in and just really wreck somebody's dreams of uh making a playoff run no <laughs> and here's why i'm going to say that 
I think they have a home game. I actually think the way the schedule works out and the fact that they've already beaten the Miami Dolphins, I can see this team winning out possibly with that January 7th game, Bills and Dolphins being for all the marbles, albeit it's, it is in Miami, but still, I like the odds of a team going south than having to go north in January. Well, head, heading, heading there, the Bills are not going to lose to the Chargers and Patriots. No. And, and the Bills crushed the Dolphins. Now, this is way back in week four. 48-20. They, they crushed the Dolphins. And when you look at the Miami Dolphins, what they have coming up, they've got the Cowboys, the Ravens, and then the Bills. One team, th- there's a two-game advantage right now, but if it's it going to become down the head, they're going to lose one of those games to the Ravens and Cowboys. If they lose both, they're in trouble. Yeah, because that Bills game is going to be super tough. So I, I am really anxious to, this is a division to watch. 10 and 4, 8 and 6. Yeah, the Dolphins and Bills, it is get ready. Get your popcorn ready. All right, we've got one division left in the, the NFC and then the AFC. All right, so we're going to go to the NFC West. And is it decided already? Yeah, I mean, the, the division for sure is. Um, the question is whether or not um, the, the number one seed is already decided. And it's it's going to be decided next Monday when the 49ers play the Ravens. If the 49ers beat the Ravens, they're they're winning the they're the one one seed in the NFC because they're going to win the next week against the Commanders. Um, and then we'll see if the, would the game even matter like, against the Rams to end the season. Um, the Rams, though, although do have a lot to play for. Um, the Rams are playing the Saints on Thursday night. Um, if they do that, they're already right now the seventh seed. Um, winning that game really puts them in the driver's seat for the seventh seed. If they can beat the Saints and then the Giants, that's their next two games. I think the Rams are the best team on going into both of those games. Um, if the Rams win both of those, they're they're guaranteeing guaranteeing themselves a winning record, and they're they may not even be caring about that last game against the the 49ers. They may be able to lose it and still be the seventh seed. So. Um, I think the Rams have something going on. Now, the Seahawks are now tied with the Rams. They're both 7-7. Seven and seven. The Seahawks were falling off. They didn't look like they were you know, going to be much. They got uh, beat up um, four games in a row to the Rams, 49ers, um, Cowboys, and then Rams. And then they beat the Eagles, um, putting themselves back in where they've got the Titans, the Seahawks, and Cardinals. If the Seahawks are okay, they might be a 10-win team. They can beat all three of those teams. So um, it, this is, again, a really interesting division of what's going on. The 49ers, I think, are locking up first place. But the Rams and Seahawks, it'd be interesting if they had a game against each other on January 7th instead of uh, – but we could. this could be going like three deep into tiebreakers of who's who's making the playoffs and who isn't. Yeah, that's going to be really interesting because uh, you're going to have a lot of teams, like you said, with that same record. Wow, that's going to be interesting to see. Nothing is completely decided. Even We're seeing a lot of parity here. If we head on over to the AFC West, it's not that crazy. It's a done deal. 
what are your thoughts before I get started? Well, yeah, the Broncos have fell off like that. The they were kind of getting into it where we were wondering if they were going to be um, maybe not trying to win the division, but if they were going to be challenging for a playoff role, um, that's kind of fell apart, even though the last three games they have are all very winnable for them. Um, I'm sure I know, you know, the, the Patriots, Chargers and Raiders, that's kind of if they can get it together, that's kind of candy. Um, meanwhile, with the Chiefs, they do have the Raiders, but then they've got the Bengals and Chargers too. So uh, the Chiefs are going to win this division. I don't think it's even possible um, for them to to lose three straight with that. Um, but the Chiefs have – we're going to find out this year um, if the Chiefs have a switch that they can flip for the playoffs because they haven't been super impressive. And um, they have receivers too much dropping the ball. And they um, – Patrick Mahomes and his large contract is finally starting to affect um, the other players that they can sign. It's amazing that that always does. We've seen it year after year after year. And that's something that we are now seeing in Kansas city. It's still going to be good enough to go to the playoffs. What they do there. We will see for me. This division is simple. The chargers and Raiders, the chargers are completely done. Man. The Raiders are, they don't have enough to get back into this with all those eight and six and a few seven and seven teams. The Broncos really needed to win last week and they did not. With the Broncos, they could, they're probably going to win out. Yep. But 10 and seven is not going to be enough to get in there. So, really, it's easy for me to eliminate the Broncos right now. So right now I'm saying the Chiefs are going to win that division and nobody else from this division gets in. So you think a 10 and 7 Broncos team will be out of the playoffs? I absolutely do. Wow, that's 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 tough. Um you think the Chargers right now the, the all the all the rumors were last year that San Diego was where Sean Payton wanted to be. His family lives there in the offseason. He loves San Diego. He gets along with people there and San Diego just wasn't the kind of place that one wasn't going to fire Brandon Staley, but two wouldn't uh, meet his contract demands. Um, you think they're rethinking their decision making? If, yeah. if, if, and listen, the Sean Payton experience is not for everybody, but he gets the best out of, of what he's got. And I just think that they're, they would love for their quarterback to have somebody like him. Well, one thing that I have been consistent on all year was that Brandon Staley needed to be fired. And Me I and think you. I said that week one. Yeah, we, we've both agreed since, I think, yeah, before the season that he's the he was the worst coach in football and had to go. And it's been proven here. There's They have a lot on that team right now. Um, yeah, they're definitely regretting that move because you could have had him in the state of California being Sean Payton, and that would have been a lot different story there. Look what happened when... He got everybody on the same page. If they're on the same page, I know there's a little bit of outburst that uh, that could damn the season going after Russell Wilson, but Sean Payton is a proven winner. Nobody knows that more than you on the show. Um, you've, you've seen it you've, for years. My gosh, you've had, what, 13 years of them in, down on the bayou? From 2006 until 2021. Yeah, so, yeah, you've seen a lot of this guy. Um, yeah, they're they're going to be, they're cleaning house there, the Chargers are, and it's going to be really interesting to see what they do, but they're absolutely, they're done. 
The Raiders it's, are interesting because they could bring back Antonio Pierce, and I actually think they're going to stick with him unless they see something really sexy on the horizon, but they're falling in love with this guy. Um, and especially after that that huge 43-point win the other night last week against the Chargers. They're not going to the playoffs now, but that's going to be an interesting team to watch next year. It's absurd that the Chargers have wasted the first four years of Justin Herbert's um, career. And it's now, whoever comes in now, it's now time to pay him. And now it's hard to build the rest of the team. And they're not going to have the two of the best wide receivers in football on their team in the future um, because they're not going to be able to pay for those because they're going to be paying Justin Herbert. It's uh, it, it sucks what they've, what they've done. And I, uh, San Diego might be regretting this for a very long time um with the, or sorry la oh i keep calling san diego i just can't i can't stop but the chargers um it's close be, think think they're going to regret this for a long time the the way they've wasted these years and now they're going to pay him 50 million dollars a year to not have as good of a team around him so 20 years later it's going to be 20 years <laughs> eli manning was right <laughs> yeah there you go let's wrap this whole thing up let's go back to the nfc who's your top seven so um, my top seven, we've got the number one seed in the NFC is going to be, um, of course, your, uh, your uh, San Francisco 49ers. Um, my number two seed right now, I'm going to call it is uh, the Detroit Lions. I think they're going to end up uh, um, winning enough games to lock up the number two seed, giving the number three seed to the Philadelphia Eagles. Just um, the, the Cowboys blew this. Number four seed is going to be Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I think the Saints are going to, I think they're going to struggle against the Rams, and then they play the Buccaneers for basically the division the next week. Um, number five, we were talking about the Dallas Cowboys will be um, going to Tampa Bay to play them. Number five seed, um, I'm going to right now your six and seven seed are going to be the Rams and the Seahawks, and um, them not playing each other is going to allow both of them to get in. Um, not really sure which one's going to be the sixth and seventh. It's going to come down to some sort of weird tiebreaker of who played well against the Falcons or something crazy like that. Um, some sort of common opponent, but the going to wrap it up with six and seven are going to be the Rams and the Seahawks. Who do you have in the AFC? It's interesting here because where you're going to have bad teams on the bubble, you're going to have good teams in the AFC on the outside looking in here and it's going to be a shame right now i'm looking at number one your baltimore ravens and you know week after week it kills me to say that they are your number one you've, seed you've been trying not to will this you didn't want to speak this into existence but it can't be denied anymore yep i can't i'm actually going to put the chiefs at number two okay at number three i'm doing it doing I'm doing it Buffalo wow bills i'm wow. going with the bills right now and i i just think that that's going to be something where the dolphins they just don't have that intestinal fortitude that you want them to have here in this position and then number four i'm actually gonna go with the jacksonville jaguars um that it's uh i was tempted but i can't number five i'm gonna say i guess i'm gonna go with the dolphins definitely number five yeah yeah this the is Browns where six and, sevens where it gets uh gets weird. I, I gotta go with the Browns at number okay. six. Okay. And I think I'm going with the Colts at number seven right now. 
So we're going to have the Texans and the Broncos that potentially are nine and 10 win teams um, out of the play or potentially 10 or 11 win teams, depending on how it goes um, out of the playoffs. And the Bengals as well. And the Bengals as well. Yeah, we could have three 10-win teams not make the playoffs yeah, over in the AFC. Those are some good teams there. And uh, the team not making it will be the Pittsburgh Steelers, as I say once again. Oh, gosh, that hurts me. But you got to do what you got to do. It is, yeah, that's kind of, kind of uh, just what it is at this point. Well, thank you so much. Um, we will not be back until after the Christmas holiday. So, uh, Wesley Coleman, I would like to wish you and yours and all of New Orleans Saints who dat nation a Merry Christmas and the rest of the NFC, as well as my AFC counterparts. Eh, have a good holiday. Um, <laughs> I'm just ki kidding. We cannot do this without each and every one of you, each and every one of these fan bases. Thank you so much. Um, God bless you all. Merry Christmas and have a happy new year. We'll be back before the new year. So we'll talk about that as the AFC and NFC, they're getting tight. You've got lots of great football to watch. Enjoy. Wesley, any last comments? Just want everybody to have a Merry Christmas. Uh, don't uh, don't wish for NFL uh, wins because it doesn't come true. That might be why me and Brian are here with broken dreams of teams probably not going to make the playoffs as we, we made too many New Year's wishes and Christmas wishes about football. Just uh, take care of the people around you. Tell them you love them and uh, have a great Christmas. Absolutely. Can't say it better than that. Thanks so much to Wesley. I'm Brian Davis. We will see you next week on the Fans First Sports Network. It's the big picture. <laughs>